This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for January, the 16th of January. January, January yeah, I'm looking 16th. right at it, and I couldn't read it for some reason. Show number 115, and I have a feeling I'm just going to phone this one in tonight, so I do apologize ahead of time. Didn't even put anything together for the show until, like, an hour ago. Really? Yeah. That's pretty sad, Scott. I've been so busy. It was inc- I mean, I'd still... I've, I I have a hundred emails at the beginning of the day, and I would start going through them, and getting them, and then by or at the beginning of the day, I'd have a hundred emails. By the end of the day, I'd have a hundred and fifty, even though I've answered like three hundred of them. I'm just it's like I'm sinking. I mark those as spam and dump them. Yeah, I wish I could do that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome. Yeah, to the uh, Hammer Down Race Report, live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Studio. Coming at you uh, live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and uh, Twitter and Periscope. Make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. We're about um, almost up to uh, 2,000. That's pretty cool. On uh, on Facebook. So that's, yeah, pretty cool. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform on demand, uh, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google. Tonight on the show, we will be talking with the owner of the Great Lakes Super Sprint Series, Barry Marlowe, uh, and he's got a couple other uh, series under that the uh, GLSS uh, mm-hmm. family name as well. So we'll be talking to him a little bit. Got some Chili Bowl um, Yay. action to talk about, a bunch of news. Live on MAV TV on Saturday. Is it on MAV? Yes. Oh, cool. And uh, actually, before we get to anything, though, last week we had uh, Charlie Crawlin because uh, you were off doing your own little thing. Yeah. And uh, we were talking. And uh, I had a great time doing my own thing. We talked mostly uh, ARCA stuff, but uh, we, there was uh, news that came out about the uh, the droop role right. being instituted in, in the U- world of outlaw. UMP at a dirt car. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to get uh, your take on, on that. Do you, what, what's your opinion on, it, on It's that a group? rule that's been around for a while, Scott. Um, well, that one Ray, series Ray, out Ray, in, Ray Cook yeah, down, so, down south. Um, he, he's a longtime racer, and he really takes care of the guys that run in his series. And I believe it was three years ago that he instituted the droop rule. And what Dirt Car has instituted is is a copy of his rule. Um, and his thought was that by keeping the cars a, a, a little yeah, more explain level. What it, explain what it is okay. uh, if, if for people uh, that right, aren't. Right now, the, the teams are doing everything they can to hike the rear end up an awful lot on which, dirt late models on dirt late models which gets the spoiler much more much more up in the air uh and creates more downforce uh so the more downforce you get on the back of the car the the better the tires hook up uh, the more horsepower you can use you know so the guys with 900 horsepower uh can use it uh and ray cook's thought three years ago was that if we keep the cars down a little bit uh 
maybe we can take some of the motor factor out and have better racing. And, and it, it was a good idea. Um, my only concern with the droop rule is that uh, it's going to be hard for the weekly tracks to enforce. Now, uh, now the droop rule is is like a chain or something. Yeah, that, it's a that chain that limits. Them. It's a chain that limits how much limits the, the travel, the, how far the left rear of the car can hike up in the air. And and dirt fans know that the cars are really jacked up, especially on on the left rear. Uh, so, you know, they're they're trying to limit that, and they they know what the car should be uh, static in the pits, uh, and then they're allowed. Uh, about a 12-inch rise from from that amount, and and from what I saw, they they measure from the ground or something. And, right, and so right. A lot of the complaints were, where are they going to find level ground right, to be uh, checking ex- these cars exactly. at these local tracks? Well, and uh, unless there's a cement pad or something. Right, right. And the uh, the the rule is, if if you if your car is a sixteenth to I think it's an inch high, uh, you lose three positions oh i didn't realize oh, it yeah. was uh yeah and if it's from an like inch that. and a sixteenth to an inch and 15 sixteenths just under two inches uh you lose five positions and if it hikes up with their test more than two inches uh you're moved to last place huh in in whatever race if it's qualifying, you're moved back. If it's a heat race, okay. you're moved back. If it's the feature, you're moved back. So, so there's some fairly stiff penalties involved. Now, you said this is also, you know World of Outlaw dirt car. Is this going to translate to UMP sanctioned tracks, local tracks? Local as tracks, well? absolutely, absolutely. So, so this will be in effect at like Oakshade, right, Attica. right. But again, where's there a who's going to check where, it? Where's there a level spot? Now, do you have your chain so you're not? Oh, I've I've been droop limited for years. Take that as you will. <laughs> droop limited. <laughs> I don't want to know about what's going on there. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, anyway, okay. yes, it it okay. it pertains to all UMP and World of Outlaw. Any World Racing Group late model. Uh, falls under that rule. So, do you support that? Do you think there's a good rule, or do you, are you? You know, because I yes, know you've been clamoring for. Yes, for, I do, Scott. Okay. If it's checked, if it's, the, I got gotcha. you. It needs to be enforced. Correct. You know, the worst and, rule and, you can have is one that you don't enforce, and it needs to be enforced uh, um, uniformly. That's the yeah, thank you across mm-hmm. the board at all the tracks. Absolutely. Okay. I just wanted your take on that. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. Make sure to give uh, Ron Miller Race Cars a call, 734-856-7223. He says he's real busy, but he will take your call. Probably not right now, but uh, eventually. Oh, yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's got race cars, parts. Do you have any race cars actually for sale right now? Yeah, I got a – there's a sportsman car there for sale. Uh, Safety equipment service, pretty much everything a racer needs. Still have gift cards, still doing that too? Oh, yeah. Maybe a a, a Valentine's Day Ooh, yeah. gift for that racer in or your a Martin life. Luther King Day. Everybody, you know, the banks are closed, <laughs> so we we could celebrate Martin Martin okay. Luther King Day with with gift certificates. Sure, why not uh, celebrate Sunday? Because it's a Sunday. That's that's a possibility. Okay, all right. Seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's eight five six race. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
I should yeah. probably write that down sometime. Nah. I, might, I might actually. I remember. Maybe it. on the 116th show. I doubt right. it. Let's talk some uh, Chili Bowl action, and uh, we'll give uh, Dave Barlow a, uh, or I'm sorry, Barry Barlow. Barry Marlow. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't. Dave Kemmer. I haven't been sleeping much. Uh, Barry Marlow here in a, uh, a little bit. We'll give him a call. Probably about uh, six or seven minutes. Uh, Chili Bowl action. Monday. That's when uh, that bad boy kicked off there. There were a lot of races in the Tulsa shootout, too. Oh, man. That was incredible. Uh, 17-year-old Cannon McIntosh from Bixby, Oklahoma, won his heat, his qualifier, and led all but six laps to uh, lock his uh, midget into Saturday's A-Main. Anton Hernandez was uh, racing Monday and did not fare as well. He flipped, had some uh, throttle issues, and he's going to be starting deep in the last chance races on Saturday. Remember how we, we were talking to him there, like the F double F, F or F, something? Yeah. The double D thing? Yeah. He probably Ooh. would like that. I don't know. Just, uh, um, Kyle Larson, he was the man uh, Tuesday. He led all 30 laps to earn his starting spot in Saturday's A-Main. Uh, you know, he's good wherever, wherever he goes, he is, Scott. Yeah. And he's exciting to watch. Chris Andrews, Attica Fremont Sprint Racer, he finished sixth in his B main on Tuesday. Uh, Matt Linder flipped in his heat and ended up 14th in his B main. Uh, Christopher Bell, also Tuesday night, was the winner of the Invitational Race of Champions. Uh, last night, your guy, your guy with the hair, little guy. Yeah, yeah. Rico Abreu, he was uh, uh, the winner. He passed Brad Sweet to get the win. Sweet ended up uh, actually flipping after a contact from Blake Hahn. While racing for second, Blake Hahn's been a big deal in the uh, in Tony Stewart series this year. Uh, and uh, one other uh, note from the Chili Bowl, which continues tonight through Saturday, uh, was uh, Michael Facinto. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last mm. name. He's withdrawn from the Chili Bowl Nationals after he finished third in his preliminary feature uh, because his sponsor uh, told him, uh, basically forced him. Made the decision for him. Really, he made some uh, derogatory comment during his post-race interview. I guess I was trying to find out what that was, but I was pressed for time, and I really I don't know what the comment was. All I know was dig deeper, man. Derogatory comment um, about the car, the owner. I I did that. Was it? It was very vague, Hmm. but uh, it was something his sponsor apparently was not happy with. Sponsor or car owner? uh, I think it was both. Okay, so. That happened. Uh, and that's all I got for the uh, the Chili Bowl. Really? Yeah. And again, Saturday's events live on MAV TV. What time do they start with the... Uh, oh, man. Is it just the main events uh, that's on MAV TV, or are they doing all those... You know, uh, I, I really haven't looked into this year. Last year, they there there were a lot of MAV, of, of main events. Dean says, uh, Dean Henry, official, another, I'm just deeming people, official Hammerdown Racing Report okay, correspondent. Yeah. Official Hammerdown Racing Report. Congratulations, Dean, on that promotion. Uh, he's uh, reporting that um, Michael used the N-word really? in his interview. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So I, I don't know why he would do that. Well, that'd be, that could be caused to yeah. lose your ride? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, I see Alan Blake uh, from... Uh, down under. Hi, Mr. Blake. Has uh, joined us. Um, let's skip ahead to some news uh, for that. Dave Kimmer says it's 8.30, MAV-TV. Okay. 
It was very disgusting and disturbing, according to our other official Hammerdown Racing Report correspondent, Matt Swander. Oh, okay. Um, coming up on Saturday, this weekend, you know what's uh, what's going on this weekend? Uh, race in Albany in Australia. Uh, the late model, uh, Australian late model championship, pitting the Americans uh, against the Aussies. It uh, converges Saturday on world-famous Perth Motors or Perth Motorplex for the uh, finale of the biggest dirt late model event in the country. I think nah, that's uh, that was last weekend. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, apparently I read real old news. See? Yeah. I thought I was phoning it in. Is that over with then? Yes. Oh, who yeah. won that then? Apparently, uh, Alan Blake. Make sure, make sure to tune in to uh, the Hammerdown Racer Report for the latest news. <laughs> who won that? Oh, Dean uh, heard the interview. He, he uh, oh, doggone it, Scott. He raced this year. Uh, was it American or Australian? Yeah, no, he was uh, the uh, top three. Were, no, I'm sorry. I think second place may have been... Uh, Vosbergen? No. Blake? No, I, I don't remember. Uh, I remembered. <laughs> he was here with the 31 car this year. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Thank you. I Some help you. I, I see the car, though. It looks cool in my head. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm sure. We'll, Come so on, Alan, type yeah, it in quick. Alan, he's down in Australia. It takes a while for our signal to get no, down there. It does And for him to come it's back. It's quick. <laughs> so that's all over with, really? I'm kind of yes. disappointed now. Yeah. Now, now the, uh, the USA Australia tour is moving. Kyle, uh, Bl- isn't it? It's Kyle Blight. Blight. Yeah. Not Blute. Roddy put, uh, yep. Blute. Kyle Blight. That's right. Yep. Kai Blight. Kai Blight? Yep. That's it. He spanked him all weekend. He was he was really really fast. Do they have the droop roll down there? Um, they will be implementing it, um, but their 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 rules are basically a year behind ours, Scott. So okay, um, for their so next year, yeah. <laughs> so next winter for twenty twenty one season, yeah. they'll. All right, let's uh, bust out a couple other things real quick here before we uh, give. Uh, Barry, a call. All right. Uh, there was some uh, testing going on down at Daytona this past weekend. The ARCA series was down right. there. And uh, Charlie reported that first-timer Dominique Van Weeringen. Weeringen? Weeringen? Sure. Okay. Female driver. She posted the fastest time on the final day of testing uh, with a time of 49.615 seconds, which is 181.397 miles per hour. A name I am familiar with, World of Outlaw star David Gravel, was second quick. Really? Yeah, with a uh, time of 49.659, which is pretty damn close to uh, Dominique's time. Uh, 184 or 181.236 miles per hour. So, uh, sprint car guy getting it done down there with uh, fenders and a roof. And probably not afraid of getting it sideways a little bit. No, no, I didn't, I, I didn't realize he was going to be running. Well, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. I'll have to watch the Arca Daytona race. Oh, absolutely. Um, Ali's uh, Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions announced on Monday a series point fund of, have you heard this? I haven't. Guess. Guess how much. I don't know. Series I, point I, fund. Shot in the dark. $80,000. Close, but not quite. $258,000 oh point fund for 2020. The top 12 in points will see an increase uh, in uh, point fund money. The champion will receive 65000 up from 58000 Wow. So, yeah, and it goes back on down through the field there. What do you think, huh? Let's buy a sprint car. 
Am I going to race it or are you? No, you're not going to race it. <laughs> National Sprint Car Hall of Fame announced the 31st induction class on Tuesday at the Chili Bowl. Headlining the class was the uh, late Greg Hodnett, uh, four-time Alley's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit Champions Tim Schaefer, and uh, 51-time World of Outlaw winner Jeff Swindell. That's pretty amazing. Have you been nominated for the Late Model Hall of Fame? Not, not to the Hall of Fame, no. What the hell? Uh, maybe in February. Okay. Is that when that happens? Uh, we can go see it. All right. Got some uh, other news we'll get to uh, a little bit later. Let's give uh, Barry Marlowe a call. Very good. I'm going to call him Barry Manilow, I think. I'm having a, it's a rough That's because you're a tunes kind of guy. No, no, that's, I don't think that's it, but we'll go with that. Uh, Your call cannot be completed. It's dialed. Did you dial nine first, Scott? And call again, or... I don't know what the hell I dialed. We're going to we'll, we'll try that again. Now dial. Nine, one. There you go. Not a second one, because that would be bad. Let's see if, uh, let's see how, how well the dialing fingers work today. Hello? Hi, is this Barry? Yes, it is. Barry. Oh, Scott, you did it again. It's, it's Scott Hammer and Ron Miller from Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Good. First off, I want to apologize because, uh, I'm having a crappy show, so I apologize about that. But uh, we thank you for, right, for and calling me Dave and yeah, calling me Dave. and calling you Dave and, and Barry Manilow and whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm used to Barry Manilow. Seventh <laughs> grade. Well, with the last name like Hammer, I'm used to all kinds of uh, things. Can't hurt him. Here comes Hammer. Can't touch this. Uh, anyways, um, you are the owner. Is this a official your official title of the uh, Great Lakes uh, Super Sprints? Yeah. I guess. I mean, okay. that gopher. Okay. Owner gopher. Owner gopher. Because you know, whatever, the, guy, the guys yeah. at the top really don't get the, uh, the the attention that they should. They, uh, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it's too much. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> now this, uh, the actually, you have three series now, but the the original Great Lakes Super Sprints, uh, you formed that back in uh, 2016? Yes, that was our first full season, okay. correct. Tell, with, tell, with all the series around, tell us why you would decide to do something like that. I was going to say, tell us about the origins, because I've seen a little yeah. bit of the, the story there. But what, what, how did this come together back uh, before 2016? Okay, well, back, you know, Sprints on Dirt, which has been around 40 years, um, they originally started out as a 410 when they first started, and they migrated to a 360, an ASCS-friendly 360 class mm -hmm. and that's the way i knew it i moved to michigan 30 years ago and i've always known it as a 360 class and i was i would help sponsor and i put on some sod races and then in august of 2015 it, there was a decision made to make the class unlimited um, they went to two spec tires to kind of control the power getting to the ground sure and um in concept it was a good idea i you know but in theory i mean when actuality you know the 410s power still won and i hated to see all the 360s leave because they were going to become boat anchors in michigan so <laughs> no, no. Um, barry was it wasn't done 
Barry, was it a true open motor rule, or was it a 410 rule that they went with? Well, it was basically unlimited. You could bring anything you wanted to bring, but everybody had to run those same two tires, those okay. two rear tires. So you could run a 430 if you wanted to? or Yeah. I mean, I guess that was the concept. If you had a 454, <laughs> you, whatever you had in the garage, you could bring right. it. It really didn't matter what the engine was. And and the the tire was the equalizer and it did equalize a lot you know there was but we already know on a dry slick track in the right conditions and a 360 starts up close enough to the front they're going to do good against a 410 anyway just like 305s do good against 360 absolutely in the right absolutely so i didn't really think you needed the tires <laughs> to do that and but when that move got made, I saw people migrating to 410s, and the 360s were done. And there was a lot of 360s in the northern, northwest Ohio, northern Indiana, and Michigan. I'd say the lion's share of the engines in Michigan were 360s. And I just saw the value going in the toilet, <laughs> and I still thought there was a good place to have a spec 360 ASCS type Sure. Series. And it's worked out well. Now, did, so uh, that's, that's how it started. Did uh, a lot of the the, the Sprint on Dirt uh, drivers at that time, were they, did they come to you or, and saying, you know, we want to we wanna keep running 360? Yeah, that's, I mean, I was the fuel guy. I mean, I was the, you know, I like racing, you know, but I was the fuel guy. So I was going to all the tracks. I was working with a lot of groups. And I kind of got hooked on sprint cars and I'm in the guy's shops and I see, I see the investment they have in these three sixties and I'm just having a hard time thinking, my goodness, they just went from a $30,000 engine and it's worth 10,000 now just making a change because nobody wants a 360. Everybody's going to want to go to four tens. So yes, that's how it started. A lot of guys said, you ought to just start your own series. Yeah, sure. I ought to have two heads, too. <laughs> sure. But, you know, but, you know, and the more I thought about it, um, it it came to fruition. And um, that's kind of how it came about. I mean, it just, and it, and it has kind of come true. I mean, there was 360s that had won some sod races over the past four years, but the lion's share of the top cars were four tens. If somebody wanted to compete, they got a 410. Um, but, yes, we had a lot of guys going back and forth, and that kind of slowed down the last two years. People pretty much committed to run one series or the other. You didn't have a lot of people going back between because once people saw it was really a 410 series on smaller tires, um, it kind of dwindled a little bit. Barry, you talked about that ASCS spec engine. Uh, isn't that basically a, a three, six, 360 cubic inch engine uh, with a, a special uh, intake gasket that restricts the airflow? Yeah, well, there there are ASCS heads. The gasket, yes, and there's an ASCS gasket. I mean, the basic rules when we started, um, you had to run ASCS heads. And if you didn't run their heads, if you ran anybody else's heads, say all pro, you needed to run an ASCS gasket to reflect to restrict the airflow. Correct. Right. But there are ASCS heads. 
and that's what a lot of the guys run. Now, about five years ago, and I'm just guessing, might have been four years ago, ASCS changed their heads, um, and they're cut out a lot more. And, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of looking at that. I'm not sure how much I'm going to enforce a gasket anymore because those new heads, um, it's not fair to somebody running all pro heads, and they have to put a gasket on when going head-to-head. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> cute. Real cute, Jerry. <laughs> Quick on my feet. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the ASCS heads are, are already running two to three horsepower more, or very similar. Mm-hmm. So, to me, with the change in the heads a few years ago, you know, I'm not real sure how important that gasket is anymore, quite frankly. But that's our rules, and, and until the group decides to change them, that's what it is. But, yes, it restricts the airflow. So so now now I guess the uh, your, your feeling on, on open-wheel cars, are there, I guess they're kind of like potato chips. You can't have just one series? <laughs> no, that, that's just it. I, I didn't know if I wanted sour cream and, and cheddar <laughs> or sour cream and onion. And, you know, I couldn't make up my mind, so I wanted them all. So, um, but, you know, I love sprint cars. There's a lot of people that know me from this. They only know me from the, the, the 360s, GLSS, and they thought I had a love affair with 360s. And it's not 360s. It's just all sprints. I started out sponsoring, you know, asphalt sprints. So it doesn't really matter to me, those open-wheel sprints. I love them all. On You know, I think the wing sprints are a lot more exciting on dirt, no doubt about it. But I love non-wing. Now, I was going to say, talk and, to us about the MTS series. Um, Michigan Traditional Sprints has been around for about 12 years. You know, Joe Seeley, or Joe Irwin um, started that, and he was the custodian of it. Uh, up until this fall, and uh, it's they've raced a lot of places. I know in the past they've come down to Fremont, they've come down to Ohio, they've come down to Northern Ohio over the years, um, and they they're basically a 410 group. I mean, there's a lot of guys right. that have 360s that run with them as well, but but you know that's a 410 that's going to be comparable um, as far as car goes to Boss or USAC. You know, it's a non-wing 410 car. A lot of engines up here, though, in Michigan are, are probably cast iron blocks. Um, not a lot of the guys don't have aluminum engines mm-hmm. up here yet. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not saying you can go to it, but, it, but, you know, but you go down to USAC race and they're, they're aluminum. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you go further south and, um, but they're, they're a non wing, uh, I mean, I don't know what else to really say. They're they're a full size non wing sprint car, and, and they're fun um, to watch. Different. They are fun to watch. They're 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 a completely different style. Um, when those guys get on it, I mean it, it's uh, it's fun to see. It really is, and it's exciting. And you'll see wheel stands. Yeah, yeah. There there uh, um, there's people that that only watch non wing. You know, they don't even want to see a wing on it. And then you have the same thing with the other side. You know, the guys with the non-wing, they, or with wings, they don't, they know, oh, those non-wing are boring. 
Well, they're not boring. <laughs> I don't know how any open wheel car racing with 20 other cars is boring because at any moment anything can happen. And, um, and usually does. And it usually does. It's just a matter of when, not if. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, now from that aspect, you know, probably some of the worst flips I've ever seen are definitely in a non wing car. There's just nothing to stop it. They have that big like wing that cushion him. Yeah, that's right. I mean, very seldom, if they hit the ground or hit something, will you see a, a winged sprint car go over much more than once and a half, one and a half times. Because mm-hmm. once that wing touches something, um, probably one of the only double flips I've seen, he did a double flip because it was all in the air. <laughs> and the wing never touched. Um, but once that wing crumples, you know, that, that absorbs a lot of a lot of uh, momentum. Again, and the cars usually done. We're talking to uh, Barry Marlowe, owner of uh, Great Lakes uh, Super Sprints, and uh, you, the family grew with uh, with the traditional sprints, and you also have the uh, Great Lakes uh, Lightning Sprints, the 1,000cc? Correct. Yes. Fill us those, in on those. Those are exciting cars. Um, <laughs> like I said, all the open wheels are exciting, but they all have they all have their niche. Um, now, me as a promoter and marketing person, you know, the lightning sprints kind of fills out the cupboard for me. You know, there isn't really any track that I can't go to, um, A, that can't afford the lightning sprints. You know, they're affordable class. Um, it's a great feeder class for somebody coming out of pro stocks or uh, modifieds or late models. Any of these guys running any of these other classes that ever wanted to drive a sprint car, the lightning sprints is such a great class to jump into, you know, for $7,500 to $9,000, they can get a competitive car, go out to the track and race it and find out if they like it instead of spending 30 or 40 or $50,000 to find out if they like it. Um, and they're fast. These cars, um, we raced up at Mount Pleasant together last summer and the track went off dry slick, no doubt about it. But those lightning sprints were just about a half a second slower than the full size sprints. Now, are those so winged? Are those winged or non-winged? Yes, they're winged. Okay, they're winged. Um, they're basically. I mean, there's different styles, but ours are basically built on a midget frame. Right. And the wing is about a four by four, four foot by four foot, versus a full size sprint has a five by five wing. Mm-hmm. So, roughly speaking, about three-quarters the size of a full-size sprint. Instead of the right rear is an 84-inch tire, instead, or 82 or 84-inch tire instead of 105. So you don't have the stagger. You aren't putting, you know, 10 to 13 inches of stagger in the back like a full-size sprint. But everything else is proportionate. They have a very comparable uh, power-to-weight ratio. So you're going to get the same sensation, you know, going out and driving a lightning sprint, you know, taking laps under that. If you can handle that car, it's going to be the same feeling as jumping into that full size, except for the power. And you're going the, to have a lot more power. The engines are based off of motorcycle engines? Yes. cc motorcycle engine. Nice. And the, so so they sound different. You don't get that nice throaty, <laughs> you know, firing, firing up when you put the heat in the motors. But on the flip side, they're they're nice for somebody wanting to try out 
sprint car sport because they do have a starter and they do have gears. So, you know, the guy can come home, have his car loaded up in the trailer and, and go to the track without having a full crew too. So, I mean, it's a, it's a nice way to go into the sprint car world. Yeah. As a, you know, do they do uh, the the lightning series? Do they run with you know or in support of uh, the the super series or, or the even the traditional sprints? Do they run the same tracks the same nights, or is the schedules totally different for all three series? Well, I'm just wrapping up the schedules. Um, I started out and filled out the GLSS schedule because that's what we've been doing, and then I layered in the non-wing schedule, and the last one to do was the lightning sprints because that's the newest, you know, MTS had been going around the last 12 years. So there was no new introduction on that, but the lightning sprints have really only been running up at merit the last few years. And so bringing it out to these other tracks took a little different selling technique, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, as it turns out, I mean, we got a great schedule. I mean, we've got about 58 races, um, total for all three series. For all three groups, okay. um, and we have four nights. Um, we have one night at Butler. We have two at I ninety six, and one at Merritt, where all three classes will be running together. Oh, that'll be fun! Is, yeah. It'll be real fun. So it'll be an all sprint car night. Um, so we have four of those nights this summer, and then we have eight nights that two of the groups will be running together. Um, and it's kind of evenly split. We have, I think, four that are going to be the full-size wings and the non-wings running together, and I think most of those are at Hartford. Those will all be double nights, and the other nights, the other four nights, will be non-wing and lightning sprints. Now, since you're at Merritt, uh, I would assume that you'll be at Tri-City since common promotions yes. there? Well, yeah, and you kind of went backwards, though. Because I've been at <laughs> Tri-City, I'm now at Merritt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Same promoter, but, though, now. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mike Blackmere yeah, right. stepped up, and um, he's got some plans, and I think he's going to pull that off. You know, he's got two great tracks, and they're they're convenient for each other to do some of the things he's going to do. And speaking of and, that, speaking of that, I got a little teaser for after after we're done talking to you, we have uh, some news, a little uh, late model series kind of deal. Really? We'll be talking about a little bit later okay. between those two tracks. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, sorry to interrupt you there. That's all right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I was going to say. You know, Mike Blackbeer and I have gone around about that the last few years that, you know, Merritt's a late model track and, and I said, well, they might be a late, a late model track, but, you know, there's also some people up there that probably like sprints. And um, and we joke back and forth about it, but now, you know, he's got, a, he's got a real nice mix. I think we have 12 or 13 shows with all three groups. I mean, different dates, but between the two tracks. So they're gonna, there's going to be a nice mix of lightning sprints and non-wing sprints and, and the wing sprints. So pretty excited about that so i was i was yeah. look, looking at the, the schedule at least as you have it posted now are, are is that a, a final schedule or is that still subject to change yeah if they're on the website those are those are final okay the only thing the only thing really subject to change and it's not change it's more additions subject to addition gotcha. <laughs> um the things that are posted other than um august 8th 
um, I think I got that deleted though. <laughs> we we had to to uh, um, lightning sprint races on the same night, which that was my bad. I I gave Ron Flynn at Crystal the wrong date, and uh, I put both lightning sprints at Merritt and Crystal on August eighth. But I think I have that corrected in the list. And what's uh, so, what's uh, what's the website so our, our listeners can uh, go there and check that out? Well, it's it's really simple. If you want to go directly to the websites, and that's just the name of the series, so GreatLakesSuperSprints.com or GreatLakesTraditionalSprints.com or GreatLakesLightningSprints.com. Real original, isn't it? Um, those well, if you've got right something there. that works, you don't want to mess it's with it. It's the KISS method. Oh, that's right. Keep I'm, it simple, you know, stupid. Keep it, okay, you beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but those will take you directly to the tracks, and then we also have Great Lakes Sprint Family.com. That will take you to a landing page, which will have all three logos and a picture of each type of car. And then once you're at that landing page, then you can go wherever you want. And that was Great Lakes Sprint Family. Yes. All right. Now, uh, I noticed all, all the, uh, the tracks on your schedule so far are, are all Michigan tracks. Are there any plans to expand? into maybe Ohio, Indiana, or even Canada? Yeah. Um, I mean, we always go over to Oshawigan, um for the Canadian Nationals. The 360 okay. group does. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to take the traditional sprints. They used to go over to South Buxton mm-hmm. and, and some tracks over there in Ontario. And, you know, I'd like to start doing that again. I kind of pulled my horns in a little bit because – I don't know all the drivers. I know the lion's share of them, but I also don't know their their tendencies and what they want to do. So I kind of pulled my horns in a little bit, taking on all three groups, and basically made made it close to home. So mm-hmm. that's why you're seeing the Michigan. And plus, there's some other things going on with, with a couple other competing series Um that I, I guess, for lack of better words, I'm just going to say it muddied the water in northwest Ohio and northern Indiana. So I just thought it was better to, I have enough going on, and we've got 58 great races. The Michigan tracks have stepped up, and I figure we'll, we'll race up here in Michigan this year. But we have raced at Fremont. We've raced at Attica, Waynesfield, Lima, Eldora, uh, Atomic. I guess those are all the tracks we've been at in mm-hmm. Ohio. And we've been at, you know, I've been at Gas City the last two years, but to Jerry Gappin's credit, you know, that's bordering on non-wing territory there. I mean, he has a weekly non-wing show there. Sure. And and uh, he really likes our show, and and, and uh, we've had good car counts down there, and the guys like going to Gas City, but um, it just really didn't work, whether it's the time of the year or, or the crowd-wise, just didn't do good for Jerry. So, you know, he, he called me early in the season and told me that he probably wasn't going to take a race. In fact, he's not going to take a winged race unless somebody rented the track, and which is what happened for the All-Stars coming in there. But that's the only winged show he has. But we have a good relationship with him. In fact, ironically, Jerry called me tonight. I thought he called to pick up three races, but he didn't. Um, and... Uh, Mount Pillar, that's still a possibility. Um, I gave some dates to Harold over at Mount Pillar, um, and I have some room in the schedule for 
for Mount Pillar. And Plymouth, we've raced at Plymouth the last two years, but um, right now they're doing some things with NRA and SOD, I guess. So I just stayed out of that mix. <laughs> okay. But um, I sure have the desire, and, and we will be down there. You know, I could see the non-wings uh, coming down a little further, and I'd like to bring the lightning sprints. There's a lot of lightning sprints in northwest Ohio. In fact, we've got two members. I've already got their memberships. Um live right in Finley, Ohio, so um, that are going to be running with us this year. So, how many how many uh, regulars uh, travel or have uh, on the average, I guess, over the past few years, have been traveling with the uh, the GLSS? Well, the last two years, uh, two years ago, I had fifteen that ran a hundred percent of the races, and last year we ended up with fourteen. But we started out with nineteen that were trying to do it, and then we just had some gremlins and the motors early on sure. <laughs> and you know we lost we lost two guys in may that that never made it back all season so um which was probably the difference in our that was the difference in our average two years ago in 18 we averaged 27 cars a race and we only averaged 25 last year but i lost i lost four cars for a month and a half and then like i said two of them never came back so I think our numbers are still holding well. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> so uh, final question here before we let you go. What uh, what big events are you most looking forward to this this upcoming season? Well, let's see. Since I love sprint cars and all my races are sprints, <laughs> all of them. All of them. What, what are the biggies? <laughs> um, you know, and, and if you have to pick something out, we start out with a bang, uh, the first weekend, the 8th and 9th of, I think it's the 8th and 9th or 7th and 8th of May uh, at I-96 is going to be the trifecta. All three groups will be together as well as the national ASCS Lucas Oil Tour, and they'll all be running together. We did that last year, and they got a little bloody lip, and I'm going to say that proudly because I think they expected to take the top 10 spots with, with their 10 cars. And we took first and second, or we took uh, first or third and fourth, or second and fourth the first night, and second and third the next night. And we had five or six cars in the top ten. So I don't think they were used to doing that. So I think they got paybacks to them this year. But that's going to be a great weekend um, to have the ASCS National Tour in racing with us. Along with the the non wing and the lightning sprints. No, and that'll but, be a Friday, Saturday at I ninety six. Yeah, and they're full shows. Full These nights. aren't any of those games where you come Friday night and we do the heat races and you have to come back Saturday. These will be full shows. So that's that's going to be six sprint car shows in those two nights. All right. Um, that's going to be a good one. Uh, Butler, August twenty second. That's going to be a good one. That's I with mean, all three series uh, too, right? Yep, and uh, and then the big weekend, uh, July 10th and 11th, is going to be a big weekend. We'll be at Hartford on Friday night with the wings and non-wings, and then we go up to Merritt, and we run all three classes up at Merritt on Saturday night. So July 10th and 11th is going to be a big weekend. Sounds like you're a busy so, man. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? If I got to go out on the weekend, I may as well make it worthwhile, right? <laughs> yeah. um, 
No, I, I, I don't get enough of sprint cars. And my favorite spot is to stand inside turn four in the infield. And I get yelled at all the time. That's why I don't wear a headset because I kind of tend to get a little close. But I know what my driver's going to do. So you don't Fortunately, do momentum. You're you're not part uh, of the officiating crew or anything. You don't make any calls uh, during the racing action. No, no, no. I'm a PR guy. You're you're a smart guy. Then you are a very smart guy. I only make all the rules and 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 chew everybody out later if I don't like what they did. And somebody else but, enforces them. That's right. Um, I mean, ultimately, yes, I'm the final, but that's you know, fortunately, we just don't have a big problem with that. I mean, we try to make it fun for everybody, and and I'd like to think that's what keeps everybody coming back. And, you know, we're very competitive, and, and we try to run a clean show. And at the end of the day, we all have to have fun so we can come back next week. Well, it sounds, so, sounds like what you're doing is, is working, and uh, we wish you the best. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be on here with you guys. Barry, we very much appreciate you being on. <laughs> See, it's, it's nice to be wanted, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or it's nice to be had. I don't know how that goes. Either way. Like that. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool because we can sit around for a little over an hour and talk about racing. What, what could be better? Yeah. And, well, watching and it's cool racing. for me, yeah, because I get to dabble my feet back, and I feel like I'm, I'm back home again because you guys are right in my stomping ground. So that's uh, it's always nice to talk to people from back home. Where, where are you at? Uh, where's, what do you call home now? Um, Merrill, Michigan, which is right next to Saginaw. Okay. okay. You're so not that far. Pretty much. A, no, it's three hours. Yeah. So you're really close to Tri-City then? Oh, yeah. Tri-City and Mount Pleasant are my two closest tracks. Yeah. To my house. I mean, that's that's why I, I do a lot of things over at Mount Pleasant, and I like I like having a steady diet over at Tri-City because those are home games for me. All right. Well, so, GreatLakesSuperSprints.com, Great Lake, Great Lakes Lightning Sprints.com, and Great Lakes Traditional Sprints.com. Get information on all all three of those series. Or Great Lakes Sprint Family, and then it's one shot. Yeah, that's it. And then you just look at a picture on which one you want. Yeah, <laughs> it's easier that way. All right, yeah. man. Well, wish you luck uh, and everything in uh, 2020, and uh, maybe we'll we'll talk to you again. Well, thank you very much. You guys have a great evening. All right, you too. Thanks, Barry. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Bye-bye. It's Barry Marlowe, not Barry Manilow. Good try. Owner of uh, Great League Super Series as well as uh, Lightning Series and traditional sprints as well. We all love the low country lifestyle, which is why we should do our best to protect it. To get insurance that helps you protect your home from whatever the low country throws at you, contact C.T. Lowndes & Company today. Their local agents can review your coverage to help make sure you're properly protected. C.T. Lowndes & Company has been helping protect and insuring the low country since 1850. Visit ctlowndes.com to learn more and request a quote. That's c-t-l-o-w-n-d-e-s dot com. Sounds like he's got his stuff together there. I, I'm, I'm thinking he's a busy man. <laughs> you think? Uh, coming up a little bit later, we're going to uh, play How Many... You missed uh, last week's how many? Oh, well, I so didn't you, lose. You didn't get to play. You, you didn't win either. No. And we'll tell you who the winner was from last week and what this week's how many is going to be. Um, but before we get to that, just a, a couple other news stories to uh, cover here. NASCAR revealed rule changes. 
Oh, right, surprise. Right, right after that, every and any other word I say after that, all of a sudden just becomes. Uh, they, they're making changes on the Cup Series short track and road course tracks. The spoiler is going to be cut down. Making them much less aero-dependent. Eight inches to two and three-quarter inches. The overhang on the splitter will be cut down to a quarter of an inch from two inches to try and improve uh, the racing action on those shorter tracks and the road courses. So I don't, I don't, you, They're yeah. always making rule changes. Well, maybe if it works, great. More power to them. Front Row Motorsports. Announced on uh, Monday that the team would expand operations to the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series in alliance with DGR Crosley. Uh, 19-year-old Todd Gilliland will drive the number 38 Ford F-150 in a full-time effort in the Truck Series. Well, good for them. JR Motorsports confirmed that Dale Earnhardt Jr. will compete in the NASCAR Xfinity Series at Homestead Miami Speedway on May 21st. That's weird that they're going to be racing there in May. That's always the last race of the year. Uh, he will drive the number eight Chevrolet, sponsored by Hellman's. Isn't that mayonnaise? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scott Bloomquist underwent hip surgery today. Do you know that? Yes, I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I said, I've been like out of the loop for the past week. I got a a message from from Matt. He's like, oh yeah, he did. He's okay out of his surgery. I'm like, he had surgery. What? 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 What's going on? Well, so he's I, he's so had he's good. had some yeah. real issues getting in and out of the car. He's had to help have help getting in and help getting up into the hauler. So this will be a good move for him. So everything went well. He's going to be heading home uh, out of the hospital tomorrow. And he'll be in Florida in February. You think so? That's only a couple weeks. That's his plan. Yeah. And I won't be surprised if he's there. Uh, We mentioned this uh, while we were talking to uh, Barry, the uh, new late model series between Merritt and Tri-City Speedways up there in uh, Michigan. Same promoter now. Same promoter for both tracks. Yes. Uh, the new series, new late model series, is uh, going to be a 10-race series ranging in pay from 2500 to 10000 to win. I think there's at least two 10000 to win right. races. Uh, the series will be known as the Tri-City Merritt Speedway Lane Automotive All-Star Performance Challenge Series, supported by American Ethanol. Ethanol, yeah. I'm sure you discussed that last week. Uh, that the ethanol series, the series disbanded. Yeah, that yeah. was breaking news. Uh, last didn't week. they announce that Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Right before we came on, it was like, what? Whoa, it came out of nowhere. So uh, I guess American ethanol still. Did you read the full press release on that, Scott? I read what they had posted on, on their site, that they had a five-year plan. That, yeah. And and, this was and, the end of the five years, and they decided not to continue. But also, Scott Menlin. Yeah, that's the name. Also, Sunday, the Sunday before that, not this past Sunday, was announced that he was going to be the uh, GM promoter. I don't remember what it was down at uh, Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. So, I mean, like, do those corresponding, or did he already know they were going to cease operation? Which came first, the chicken chicken or the the egg? egg, Right. Yeah. Did he know they were going to cease, so that's why he took that job, or did they cease because Scott? He took it that had job? to come out of it had to come out of nowhere. Either way, it's good the, for there were teams that had definitely planned on running the full American ethanol, ethanol series this year. Well, now they can run the uh, Tri City Merritt Speedway Lane Automotive All Star Performance Challenge Series. Right, but we know that that American won't ethanol. be every single week because no, we just not. discussed Ten races. that that the uh, Michigan traditional sprints will be. 
at both of those tracks, uh, and they won't have the late models there. Correct. So, so yeah. But uh, interesting news there. I mean, it, I mean, it's not bad news at all. It's, it's, no, it's, not at all. That's good. I mean, that's some and, and bo- That's going to be and, so interesting to see who shows up for that. And, and interestingly, uh, both of those tracks uh, have switched to uh, UMP dirt car rules, and I-96, which was UMP dirt car, is now uh, Michigan promote Michigan. MSPA, yeah. So do you think uh, a lot of the drivers from around here, the Ohio area, is going to be traveling up? I'm, I'm sure you'll see a lot of what our about, guys up that way. What about uh, Ron Miller? You know, I like Tri-City. I've been to a lot of tracks in Michigan, and I've never run Merritt. So that could happen. Well, I, you made that major announcement at the uh, Oakshade Banquet that you right. will most likely not be running for uh, perfect attendance for the yeah. first time. In I, I would almost like to see the 35 car there every week, but certainly I won't be in it. I see um, what you're saying. But... Uh, you know, obviously, anytime there's there's a run what you brung an outlaw show, uh, you'll be looking. We're going we're going to be heading there. Uh, Attica Raceway is uh, putting down 125 loads of new dirt. I guess it's already service. down and is all ready to go. Well, yeah. they got their first race coming up. Uh, a little over two months. Yeah. So hopefully, it has time to settle down in there. Well, I, I believe that the dirt kind of knits together over the winter. and it knits together. <laughs> you know, you, you, you turn it in, plow it in, and hope for the, the best. What is the, I don't know how much you know about track prep, but I'm curious, What do do promoters or racetrack owners, do they do anything to the dirt track surfaces during you the know, winter, or they just let it sit? Scott, there, there's different theories. Uh, there's, there's track promoters that actually uh, put manure into the track in the winter. Uh, they claim that in the spring it helps it hold moisture better. That sounds pretty sh- Yeah, buddy. <laughs> wow. I thought I you not... were going to say shitty. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me. Good thing I mark on YouTube that this is not for children. That's right. <laughs> Wait, which track does that? Just out of curiosity. Uh, is it one I've raced at? I don't think so. Okay, then I'm okay then. Yeah, you're good. Okay. No, I was just curious. There, there, there's know. tracks that uh, put wood chips in. And let them work over the winter. It's just every everybody's got their own secrets. Hmm. We'll have to talk to uh, Terry or somebody. See what, what yeah. their secrets are. Uh, may, maybe we don't want to know. Yeah. Lima <laughs> uh, Land has uh, released their 2020 race schedule. They, their first race is uh, coming up May 1st with the NRA Sprints, Modifieds, and Stocks in action. And you remember last year we just talked to Jerry Keezer. Sure. Uh, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, he seemed pretty excited about their season. But uh, last year, you know, the whole month of May entirely rained out. So if they're opening May 1st, I would imagine that our local track, Oakshade, opens May 2nd then. Probably, or the week before that is usually well, the Bill Reckner Memorial with, with that usually models, gets rained yeah. out. Oh, with late my year. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I got gotcha. you. So if you want to check out the uh, entire Lima Land, I was in a hurry. I didn't chat. There's a lot of big events. They have uh, Ohio Sprint Speed Week Day to the Jerry Keyser Memorial and all the, the regular deals. You can check out the entire schedule at limaland.com. It's on their website. There was something I was going to ask you. What else? what it was. I don't know. I just told. I was like right there, and then I Oof. started talking, and it just went away. That's what happens. 
Uh, how about we do uh, how many? Oh, no, that's what I was going to do. Um, now you remember? I now I remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, was it Christopher Bell? I guess won his heat race. I got some uh, updates from the uh, Chili Bowl Nationals, which if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or... Uh, the, the news is a little dated. Else. It may be a little dated, but if you're watching us live right now, it means something. Logan CV looks like a, a winner. Oh, I thought there was another one. He probably sent me another, but... All right, that's it. Also, breaking news from Dean Henry. Big D's Pizza is on board for 2020. Whitey Racing Cody White Driver. You need to have him on one of the night. I suppose I should have actually read that before I just started. Okay. <laughs> I got exciting. I, excited because I saw the uh, br- the breaking news, and I, I wanted to do the breaking news. Okay. Cody White We're done. teams up with... Dean Henry for the 2020 season. And Big D's Pizza. Speaking of Big D's Pizza, you could win one, I believe, um, through Dean, if you can uh, be this week's winner. It's nice for, to know people, Scott. And I still haven't had it, and but I haven't had a pizza that I don't like either. Uh, last week's how many was uh, how many races uh, will be run Monday evening at the Chili Bowl Nationals? Last Monday? This, this past Monday, yes. Ooh, wow. Take a, take a guess. Do you know how many races were, were run? Heat races and features. Heat races, B-mains, features, everything. 32. You are off by 100%. Really? 16. Oh, wow. 16 was the uh, number, at least on... Uh, okay. ...reported on their website. There may have been other races that wouldn't report, but I'm going with 16 because that was okay. the number that was on there. And uh, that would make me the winner for the in-studio. Charlie picked 13. I picked 14. Oh, well, you win, so Scott. I do. Woohoo! Yay me. And? Pat on my back. Our online winner, and not many people were playing online. Really? So it was pretty easy to pick the winner. That uh, would be John Young. He picked 17. He was close anyways. Well, that's not the first time John Young has won. I don't won think so. He's going to have to get that pizza and bring many? it in here. Yeah. That's it. How about this, Dean? If you want to have um, uh, Cody White... Uh, on the show. He's got to bring pizza. If he brings a pizza, I'll have him on next week for hell. Whenever he brings a pizza, I'll have him on. Yeah, just let us know. We can be bought with pizza. We are cheap and easy. <laughs> we are. So if you want to play along uh, with this week's How Many, you can leave your comment. If you're watching us on Facebook or Twitter, uh, you can, after we're done, you can switch over and leave uh, your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live. The rules is whoever guesses the number closest or right on first is going to get that Big D's pizza. Uh, without further ado, this is this week's how many, which I'm thinking it's not going to be a huge number. How many NASCAR drivers will make the Chili Bowl main event on Saturday? Ooh. Well, even if they all if, if they all made it. There's... Dean says deal on the pizza thing. So All right. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Two. Because there's not that many in there, is there? How many were there? Well, I mean, you're talking past, present. If they've raced in NASCAR, okay. so even if they raced like in the truck race, didn't Rico Abreu run the truck race? Oh yeah, absolutely. So he would count as a NASCAR. No, driver. Rico has run some. I thought he did quite a few it. truck races. Okay. Oh, but, that's uh, what he did. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they're starting twenty cars, and that place is the best of the best. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm saying two, two? Scott. All right. And it could well be more than that. But I'm just saying that the competition is going to be so tough that the NASCAR guys are going to be hard-pressed to make it. I might have to come over to your house and watch this. 
There you go. Have math. What? Uh, five. Bring pizza, Scott. <laughs> I'll swing over to Big D's. It's right on the way. Over there in Clyde. Uh, yeah, we're we're just on the way. Wait, Dean has like all kinds of guesses. He guessed two, then he guessed five. Mark Burns says three. Uh, before I make my guess, I'm seeing I'm going by committee here. Oh, so far, that's oh, that Matt says three. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with three since you said two. I want to say two, but you already picked two, so I'm going with three. What, what did Mrs. Miller say? She said five. Five. Okay. So. We'll find out uh, after Saturday, and uh, whoever's closest online in the, the Facebook comments, again, put your uh, number there, and you could win a Big D's pizza. We know that it's less than 20. <laughs> if you guess more than 20, <laughs> you failed already, and you probably shouldn't be playing. Uh, Attica Raceway Park has their season opener. We talked about this a little bit ago, uh, coming up. Um, I put, oh, there it is. Friday, March 20th. I thought I put it down here without the March date. March 20th. Friday, March oh, 20th. 410 Sprints, Late Models, and uh, 305s. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, coming up. When is today? 16th. So that's almost, it's like yeah. two months and four days. It's coming up. It's almost race season again. Well, this is Thursday, and it'll be a Friday, so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, that's, uh, I think, going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Because, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, fine. Uh, thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer. Really relied on him this week for helping gather some news and uh, putting together our, our guest there, Barry Marlowe. Thanks uh, to him from Great Lakes Super Sprints. Uh, good good talking to him. It was. Yeah. Uh, next week on the show, it's going to be a surprise for, to everybody because I don't know what it's going to be yet. But we'll let you know. Okay. We'll figure it Keep out. Keep checking yeah. with us yeah, on Facebook. I, I apologize. Yeah, I was a little lax on uh, Facebook posts this week. And I don't even think I posted on Twitter because I've been so busy. So hopefully I'll have a little bit more time next week. And make sure to tune in to us on iHeartRadio, Google, uh, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can catch us live every Thursday night, 7 o'clock, on Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter, Periscope. We'll see you next week at 7 o'clock. We will do that. Yeah. Have a good week. It's amazing the way that worked. (laughs) You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.